Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Discourse, a short-form one-on-one interview podcast with filmmakers, actors, and other industry folks, hosted by myself, Mike D'Angelo. My guest today, and it feels very good to say this, Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell, who is as delightful as you'd expect. If you don't know Sam, you've probably seen him in Three Billboards Outside Emming, Missouri, which he won that aforementioned Academy Award for. Uh, also Moon, Jojo Rabbit, Charlie's Angels, Iron Man 2, Vice, Fosse Verdon. The list literally goes on and on and on. Basically, he's always good in everything. He's currently out promoting his latest film, See How They Run, which follows Sam as a detective in 1950s London, investigating the murder of a pivotal member of an Agatha Christie production on the city's West End. Sam is unsurprisingly great as Inspector Stoppard, and he's paired up with a rookie constable played by Saoirse Ronan. You may know Saoirse from Lady Bird or Little Women or The French Dispatch. And again, as usual, she's delightful as this kind of green detective learning the ropes from a flawed mentor in Sam. Uh, The film basically plays out as this fun meta-commentary on the murder mystery genre, particularly the Agatha Christie kind of mysteries that are kind of making a comeback lately. There's literally an Agatha Christie play in the movie. So it's a really fun movie, and it's amazing to see uh, Sam and Saoirse playing with this outstanding supporting cast that they have, like Ruth Wilson, David Yellowo, and former guest of the show, Adrian Brody. Uh, feel free to go back and listen to my conversation with him after this one. During my chat with Sam, we got to talk about taking on the role of Inspector Stoppard for See How They Run, his experience winning an Oscar for that aforementioned three billboards, if he wants to return to the MCU as fan favorite Justin Hammer, and because I was wearing my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie shirt, that comes up more than once. Uh, some of you may remember him as a member of the street gang associated with the Foot Clan in the 1990 film, so yes, we covered it. Before I shoot you over to the interview, I've got to tell you that the discourse is a part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes the Playlist Podcast, Bingeworthy, Be Real, Deep Focus, The Fourth Wall, and more. Can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your favorite shows. Be sure to subscribe, drop us a comment or a rating, as we do very much appreciate it. All right, here's my conversation with the very sweet and very talented Sam Rockwell. How you doing, Sam? Hey, what's up, brother? How you doing? Doing what's great. T-shirt? What's that T-shirt you got? Oh, man, look at that. Beautiful. Yeah, man. I had to represent. I yeah, know man. I saw you in it. and Got to do it. To be honest, you've never been better. You deserved an Oscar for that shit. Thank you, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Genuinely, do you get people approach you for, for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, but when they find out, they're very, sometimes very excited. Yeah. 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 I, I uh, definitely clocked you you know, when, when I saw it, but you know, it takes years and years of build up and build up. And then you're like, can Sam Rockwell's in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? And it's amazing. It's amazing. But anyways, we're here yeah, to talk, uh, see how they run. Okay. <laughs> so, so let's start with that, how it came to be and how, you know, why you ultimately, you know, said yes to it. How did, you, how did it come to you? Well, it came through Fox Searchlight and I have a long relationship with them. And uh, then I, I saw some of Tom George's TV series, This Country, and talk to him and it just seemed like with the cast and the script a no-brainer you know yeah yeah and it's really fun like i love whodunit movies so yeah this was right up my alley and i'm so glad to see that they're making a comeback these days with like agatha christie remakes and the knives out movies 
Yeah. And this yeah. one really takes those into account and in Agatha Christie specifically. Like, yeah. It's very meta. It's very self-aware. It's zigs where it should zag. And your character, you know, typically the detective is very on point, very with it. And your character is, is not that. He's kind of the opposite in this movie, is he not? Yeah, he's your classic grumpy drunk guy. (laughs) And uh, Shirley's great as Agatha Christie, isn't she? She's really a wonderful actress. Amazing. Yeah, 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 and Sersha, Sersha does an amazing job in this one. Sersha's David Yellow, incredible. Yeah, it's really a great cast. Yeah, yeah we had a really, really, really fun time. Right, and I mean, it's a COVID movie. Everybody was locked down. Was it one of those where they had to separate you immediately after, or did you really get that summer camp vibe because of it? You know, it wasn't that bad. We were, we heard all the stories. We, we really relied on the testing. Um, the testing is what's kind of kept us out of trouble. Yeah. Okay. So it was just testing every day, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, cause yeah. you know, when you're acting, you can't, you know, you're in a theater with 90 extras. So you have to test every one of those extras. So now when I watch a movie, if I see a party scene, I'm thinking to myself, well, they had to test everyone in that, uh, in that frame, you know? Yeah. That's an expensive frame right there. Yeah. <laughs> so Tom George, this is his first yeah. feature film. How was he to work with as a director? I mean, I know he's done stuff on the BBC, but. This he was great. Shot. He was great. He, um, <clears throat> we had this rehearsal period, which is kind of unheard of for film. We, we were um, 10 days shooting, uh, uh, rehearsing and sometimes shooting on video um, scenes, improvising. And it was fun. It was like doing a play a little bit. Yeah. It almost feels like it. Yeah. Watching it. Yeah. It feels like a play almost. And I know yeah. there's a play within the movie as well. So yeah, totally. Crazy. And he, he, he had us watch uh, a little scene from Death of Stalin and Big Lebowski as nice. kind of the tonal template, yeah. Yeah, I can see that for sure. So we're like five years, I think five years exactly, from like three bo- billboards outside yeah. of me, which you earned a pile of awards for, including an Academy Award. Congratulations. Yeah, five thanks, years on. thanks. Thanks. A man. lot of actors, five years you know, they, they see these awards they they they're like that's going to fulfill me that's what's going to give my career meaning or a boost now that you've gotten some distance from it you're five years on i wonder if you can objectively like look back and just say like what it's what it's done to your career or if you've just tried to keep your head down and just say i'm going to do what i've always done well yeah you can only do that the the latter you know but you you really just got to do your job but i think um it was quite a a streak of of luck for me i mean i had you know, Jojo Rabbit, Vice, and Three Billboards nominated for Best Picture. All great movies. Three years in a row. So I, I had, and then Fosse was got a lot of. So it was, it was kind of a big run for me. You know, so I'm very lucky. Uh, that's that's got a lot to do with luck. But uh, it's it's fun, exciting, terrifying. You know, it's all that stuff. You know. Yeah, and obviously you've got a lot of projects coming up. So yeah, you, know, you got all kinds of stuff in the in the hopper. Yeah, you're also someone who's worked steadily since the '80s. So I'm wondering, yeah, yeah. you know, all these, all these movies, all these shows, all the stuff you've done. What do you get approached for most on the street? Is it Justin Hammer from Iron Man Two? Is it you know something else? Iron Man Two, Galaxy Quest, Moon. Um, yeah. Sometimes Green Mile, Charlie's Angels, stuff like Ooh. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that Charlie's Angel, just yeah. the dancing scene alone. You're like, <laughs> what the. F- this guy's a movie star. It's amazing. It's amazing. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. 
So speaking of Justin Hammer, I have yeah. to, I have to ask because fans have been very vocal about wanting the character re- yeah. to return. There's Armor Wars. There's the Thunderbolts movie coming up. Do you want to return to that character? Would you jump back into that character in the world again? Yeah, definitely. The Thunderbolt, who, who is that now? That's not, that's not War Machine. That's somebody else. No, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolts is like a, a villain team-up movie. Oh, so, wow. Oh, certainly oh, something great. you could fit your way into. Yeah. Yeah, I would be into that. That sounds cool. What villains would be in that? Right now, they, they have all kinds of, you know, people like, uh, you know, the new Black Widow and, you know, possibly different people from the Winter Soldier, uh, Captain Got Falcon it. and the Winter Soldier, you know, yeah. show, all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, would love to see Justin Hammer pop up again. He's Yeah, me so too, me too. Fun. He's fun. Yeah. He's real Lex Luthor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just love those characters who are, like, extremely narcissistic, and don't really have the brains to back it up. You know, he's very, <laughs> you know, he, he wants to be the Tony Stark, but he's not quite there. Yeah, Lex Luthor, Bill Murray and Kingpin. Those are all really helpful. Uh, yeah. For, those, for that archetype. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, I mean, since I'm wearing the t-shirt, the turtle stuff, I have to just out of curiosity, I'm wondering if you're looking back at the time, if you even remember it, do you even do you, had you any clue you know on the turtle set you're like what the hell is going on here there's like giant turtles no one's gonna see this or did you know it was gonna be something big <clears throat> i didn't know what the hell it was when i auditioned for it um and then i met one of my best friends he played donatello this guy leaf tilden but uh he's now a locations guy but he um yeah he and i became friends on that yeah we shot in wilmington and i met I think I met I, my friend Josh Hamilton came down. And I met Patty Clarkson on another film with Keanu Reeves and Peter Falk. She was down there. So yeah, it's a it's a good memory, you know. Yeah. But I didn't yeah. know what it was when I auditioned for it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Teenage what? Yeah. All right, I'm just carrying around these cartons of cigarettes. That's fine. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Elias Kateas was on it. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah. fantastic in that. Yeah. Uh, another one of your big projects, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. There was a, a point in time where there was going to be like a TV version of it with Timberlake, oh. and I think you were going to direct it. Even was that not the oh, case, wow. or was Timberlake? that just a rumor? Timberlake should do that. That would be great. I'd love I, to. I see could have sworn that was a thing. Maybe it was just IMDb throwing up rumors. Wow, I like Never that. I, I, I'd love to see that on TV, but I no, I no, I don't remember wanting to i don't know if i was going to direct it or not okay do you have yeah. any interest in something like that direction you know stepping into that chair it's a lot of multitasking a lot of talking heads coming at you yeah a lot of different things to do on that you know yeah. i like talking to actors but i don't know that's a lot yeah there's a lot more than talking to actors in, in yeah that. yeah <laughs> that's for sure you gotta move the camera and know what you're doing it's it's a lot for sure. Speaking of great directors, I know you worked with Matthew Vaughn recently. I'm really yeah. excited to see Argyle. Can you tease who you play in that and, and what exactly you yeah. get to do? Uh, it, Bryce Dallas Howard is, is a writer. It's, it's a lot like Romancing the Stone in some in, in, in one regard. And then uh, the one with Channing and Sandra Bullock recently. It's in that vein. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavill, Sam Jackson, Ariana DeBose, Brian Cranston. It's a, it's a big... It's a really fun cast, yeah. but it's a kind of romance, comedy, spy stuff. Interesting. 
Yeah. So I know he's big and he has these amazing action scenes. Do you get to do anything, play in that kind of arena? Yeah, yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Nice. Do you enjoy doing that stuff, getting down with the stunts? I do. Yeah. I mean, it's it's challenging for sure, you know, and you get a real respect for the stunt team. Yeah. You know, the stunt team is nothing short of phenomenal. You know, they're really something. Yeah, absolutely. I know you have, have, you know, sprinkled in, you've done all kinds of things in your career. You've jumped around from, you know, genres to animated features. My kids, I have uh, three kids. We watch the bad guys and trolls world tour all the time. So they were very excited, especially that old Hickory was going to be, you know, the guy that dad was talking (laughs) to. So do you have, is that something you try to pepper in a lot or is it just kind of like, you know, I'll, I'll, if the, the project seems interesting, then we'll kind of go from there. I've always liked animation since I was a kid, you know, I still watch cartoons and stuff like that. You know, um, heavy metal was a big influence on me and Ralph Bashi stuff and uh, the original Disney Robin Hood. I I remember watching and, you know, obviously the Warner Brothers, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck is kind of the original jerk. So you can get a lot from those. And I, I've always been interested in, in doing it. So I've done, yeah, F is for family and all those. Yeah, that's great yeah. stuff. Yeah, and you got another adult one coming out. What is it, The Adventures of Drunky? Oh, shit. Is that coming out? I think it's, I mean, they, they've got it on IMDb. You never know, you know, what, yeah. what exactly. That got sort of shelved, I think. I don't know what's going on. That's a fun one. That so was what exactly cool. is that? Really great voices in that. Well, it's 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 unorthodox. We shot the voices, or rather we recorded the voices and shot us doing it before the animation in order to raise money to get animation. <laughs> so, you know, spread the word and maybe Yeah, we'll that explains follow. why it might be undated at this point on yeah, on yeah. IMDb. Yeah, I don't know if that has a future or not, but I I would love to see it. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was pretty wild. All right. Well, we are very theater-focused, theater-centric, film, cinema, all that stuff. So yeah. my last couple questions here, I just want to ask, do you remember your first like cinematic experience and what was your, you know, the, the first movie you saw in the theater? Yes, it was the 1933 King Kong. You're kidding. Holy cow. Hey, Ray. That was the first. And then I think I saw an animated film from the 70s. Fan, uh, well, Fantasia was one, but... Uh, oh gosh, it's futuristic and everybody's bald in it. What the hell's the name of the? You know the one. It's really weird and futuristic. Uh, um, fantastic place or something. Anyway, I forgot. I forget. You'd know it if you saw it. Okay. Uh, Forbidden Planet, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's that. I think it is that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but you know, and then you know the typical seventies movies yeah. everyone you can think of. Yeah, all the classics like The Godfathers yeah. and, you know, all the, the early stuff. Huh? Yeah, I saw a lot of adult films in an early <laughs> Way age. too early, yeah. Way too early. I was very much the same. I saw a lot of weird monster movies when I was way too young, and it kind of yeah. broke, me, broke me a bit. Yeah, me <laughs> too. I saw The Exorcist when I was very young. Yeah, it's, it's traumatizing. It's the one film, horror film, I've yet to see because my dad, like, he literally, he couldn't, talk to us after he saw it so it was just one of those where he's like i can't see it you guys are you can't catholic see it. is that why you... i was raised catholic for sure yeah. he he well, just it scared the living daylights out of him yeah yeah you should watch it but yeah. it's it's you might have to you know just have your take a 
break from religion for, for <laughs> oh, two I, hours. yeah that's been that's way out the door at this point but still yeah. no sure it's a it great movie good. great performances it's great performances yeah. yeah i'll have to do it my dad has since passed but I'll, i should give it a spin this halloween just to you know yeah. give him the old salute yeah uh, well, I, I think I've run out of time. For our listeners, I just want to say, see how they run. Hits theaters on September 16th. It's a whole lot of fun for whodunit fans. I loved it. Tim, I really appreciate the time. Thanks, man. I Thanks always a lot. look forward to watching your work. It's, it's always excellent. So thank you very Thanks. much. Thanks, dude. Thanks a lot. 